0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Easy Square Podcast. As always, I'm Zach, and I'm Zacho. And today we have a guest who also has a podcast, and I know him through Twitch, Cerebral Skills or Seb.
1: Yeah, just call me Seb. What's up, you guys?
0: Um, as I mentioned, Seb has a podcast with my friend, one of my friends from Twitch as well, Mbone. Um, their podcast I'll link in the description and everything. It's called Still Rendering. It's a great podcast. Hopefully, they'll be coming out with a new episode soon.
1: Yeah, hopefully, this upcoming Monday, a new episode will be out.
0: Um, So, today we're going to just talk about a little bit of esports drama and contracts and everything. So, Zacho, do you want to start off?
2: Uh, which one do we want to do first? Let's start off with FaZe. Okay, well, FaZe has had a couple of issues over the past couple of weeks with uh, Tfue and a young Fortnite player named High Sky. Uh, so I guess we can get into High Sky first. Boy, do you know more about that than than I do? Um, so High Sky is
0: a streamer for FaZe, which is an esports organization. And he signed when he was 11. But the legal age to be an esports and stream and everything is 13. And so FaZe and High Sky's parents lied about his age. And it came up in a recent lawsuit about that and so high sky has lost his twitch channel has been banned from Faze, been his twitter has been taken off and so basically high sky is no more of a he's not a streamer he's not anything and that goes into the lawsuit and everything goes into the tfue which is one of their bigger ones and seb i know you know a decent amount of that so why don't you Kick off about like the whole Tifu phase.
1: Uh, okay, you're right, a resident me, I here. see. I see how it is. Yeah. Um. So, all right. But I I'm not a Twitch expert. That implies that I watch more <laughs> than just pokimane Um. So, but, but, I mean, that's to be honest. Like, when you have pokimane do you really need to watch anybody else? I mean, I was Ambo I and you. a Buck. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then there's me. But like, Pokimane's where it's at. Um, all right. With that being said and my fan, my fan, I've met Pokimane, by the way, she's awesome in person, but besides the point, uh, T few, uh, you know, uh, he looks like a Fortnite skin, which is just perfect. Uh, the whole situation kind of stems around. He was in a contract with phase. Basically he was nobody before he was in phase. Like obviously he's still a great player, but he was a nobody. He, he was basically me, right? Nobody knows who the fuck he is, but he's really good at the game. Um, he met, like, Banks. They, like, hung out cool. They saw that he was good at the game. They, they signed him to FaZe. And, you like, there's, like, proof. And, like, it, like you can look at the, the graphs and the stats and stuff like that if you're into those kind of things. As soon as he joins FaZe, he takes off. His channel starts blowing up on Twitch and on YouTube. And, uh, like, the FaZe house starts editing for him, starts helping him make thumbnails. Um, basically, Banks is, like, creating him from nothing. Um, so like his entire kind of upbringing is, is, is because of Faze, it's because of banks, but that's not to take away from his talent and how good he is at the <laughs> actual game. Um, the contract got leaked. The contract it, 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 it was really was. shitty. Um, yeah, it, it just was, it was a shit contract. Like I, I could have made a better contract, right? Like, and, and I'm a fucking history major, right? I'm not even in law school. Yeah. I could have made a better contract, but contract was super shit, but phase kind of, They kept saying this. They were like, we're not going to do anything with this contract. Like, we'll give you a new contract, but like all these like crazy numbers, like, don't worry, we're not going to do anything. So it was kind of like a like a bro promise. Right. But there was nothing on paper. Um, I think a lot of what's been speculated is that Tfue himself. Uh, probably didn't know much about the contract or anything like that. Like, if, from from my perspective, mm-hmm. Tfue looks like the kind of guy who's just, I'm going to play, I'm going to win, I'm going to do my thing, you guys handle everything else. And then, like, I think, you know, his family or his team or whatever, they saw his contract, they're like, this is insane. We need to get it changed. And uh, they just kind of convinced Tfue, and they're like, all right. And he was like, all right, like, let's let's do something about it. Um, it says that the lawsuit was filed back in September. It just started coming out, uh, like earlier this month or earlier last month. And it just kind of seems like the whole thing with it blowing up on social media was, I think it was planned. I think they purposefully did that because they saw like there wasn't enough like traction being made. So they're like, maybe if we tell people how shitty this contract is, you know, we can get something
0: going like through social media. And I think that's kind of what they've been doing yeah and i mean like he signed it when he was 17 18 right do you know
1: uh i think i, I think he was yeah. no i'm pretty sure he, he's 19 now i think he signed it when he was 18 and it's a three-year contract so it's supposed to be until he's yeah, 21
0: so for everybody who doesn't know like the gamers they live off of ad or not ad Sponsorships. or um, tournament money they earn um, Twitch and just things like that. Yeah, sponsorship. Oh, okay. If, if, if we're being yes. honest
1: though, all right. If we're just, if, if we just take a second and we're, and we're honest with each other, Tfue makes so much money off of just the item shop, his creator code, that little Tfue creator code on the item shop. He makes so much money off of that alone that. Like, he doesn't need a Twitch or a YouTube. Well, obviously, he needs those to have the creator code working. But, like, if he literally just had that income, he could live for the rest of his life off of how much money he's making that. If you heard uh, Banks said, I think, in a video, he was like, yeah. we've taken $60,000 from him. He was like, that's 0.1%
0: of what he's made in total or something like that. Well, and, like, the thing is, like, I heard that the 80% or whatever part that FaZe takes does not include like the creator code because It doesn't. No. Yeah. So that's where it I feel like that's why they were his fate or Tifu and his family were somewhat okay with it not being like um out there publicly right away because or like they didn't see a problem with it because he had so much money coming in from the creator code that it didn't really seem
2: like a significant amount was gone. Yeah. To me, this, this all seems like because he does make so much money, he doesn't really need what they're taking from him. But I mean, it's still bad, but I think it's more of him just trying to really get out. Uh, And like he's, uh, I think you said uh, before the podcast that he's trying to like create his own team. I think he really just, he didn't want to be a part of phase anymore. And he felt that he could be bigger. And with all the things that they were doing to hold him back with this contract, Uh, He needed to get it out and claim that it was predatory to, you know, get out of that position where he had no power. And I mean,
0: Banks has tweeted multiple things. I have some of the tweets up right now on my phone. And one of the ones that really stuck out to me was Turner, which is Tfue's name. We offered you one million per year with zero percent splits across the board. The only deliverable on your side was to represent the FaZe Clan. To act like we didn't fix your situation multiple times is manipulative. Like I said, for us, it, this was never about the money. Which I kind of find bold because, I mean, Banks is... T- FaZe is known for having money, being able to make money. And so I just feel like this whole Tfue situation, like Zacko said, was to get it out in public and how Seb said for putting on social media because there was other things that phase has done that came out in the release in the lawsuit actually. like the high sky situation where they signed an underage player and lied about his age that came out. Um, it came out in the phase house where a lot of the phase players stay. There was underage okay. drinking that was promoted. Like, okay, that come was on. Pushed
2: on. Yeah, well, yeah. Didn't he eventually take that out of the? Uh, he took he it out. out. He took Man. it like, out. Stuff and, like, like
1: but underage drinking and stunts and all those kind of things. It's like even if they weren't face clan, if you got a bunch of guys around that age in a house together and they're just like, "What do you want to do?" They're gonna get drunk and they're gonna jump off of shit. That's just how it is. So like. I
0: think it's bullshit yeah. to say anything else. And I mean I I'm not saying that like what that part was right but it's just that has helped like that hasn't helped phase either because um people were saying oh were they given high sky drinks the thir- 11 13 year old however old he was then and um one of the I saw a video somebody who runs esports an esports organization said with he does not see phase be in an esports organization within the next year, year and a half. What do you think about that,
2: guys? That's that's tricky. I don't know quite about that because they have so much power and they've such a big part in the esports scene that I don't think that after a scandal like this, they're just done. You know, if something else happens in the next couple months that is also really bad like this, they could eventually get shut down, but I don't think one issue will will stop them completely.
1: I think FaZe is here to stay. FaZe has been around for a long time. And I think the thing is, back in the day, it used to be used to be a few organizations, but it was mostly Optic Gaming and it was Phase, And Optic Gaming was a bigger one of the two. Since then, Optic Gaming has kind of fallen off the map. I, they recently, just the other day, yeah. they got bought.
2: Mm-hmm. The, their yeah. entire
1: organization got bought by somebody else. I actually else, know so. more
2: about that if we want to go into that later.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we could talk about it for sure, but what, what I was trying to get at is like Phase is just so much bigger. They're they're popping. It's like Phase is like the cool kids club. Yeah. Like you want to be part of Phase. You know, they just signed Nick Merckx, uh, which which I thought was really interesting. Uh, not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I thought the video that they made to introduce Nick Merckx to the organization was absolutely oh, shit. It was awful. It was not uh, good. Like the, yep. Oh. Uh, no no especially especially after the watching the video where Courage Courage joined. The video was great yeah, yeah, and so yeah. when I,
2: I watched the Nick Merx one it right was after incredible. and it was awful I mean like it was just them like celebrating phase day and randomly they're like oh let's get Nick Merx they could have asked for anybody and they asked for Nick Merks. like why not get ninja
1: and Nick Merckx wasn't even he was, in the, the video he, like literally <laughs> he a second he, was, he like no he was it, it, he wasn't even in the video it was literally just him. It oh, was really? like a picture of him or something. That I, was it. I don't even know if I finished yeah. the video. Yes, it was, it was
0: absolutely terribly random. Yeah.
1: yeah, I thought that was insane. But the Courage was video so was so good. I fucking loved the Courage video. I actually genuinely enjoyed watching it. I think I laughed a few times, which was
0: great. Uh, and I mean, like I said, there's multiple esports things. The two main other main ones we actually just mentioned, Nick Merckx and Courage. Yeah. Courage was part of Optic Gaming and then he left that and joined 100 Thieves as we mentioned and Nick Merx was a wasn't he a co
2: co-owner of or what was he was just like high up in 100 Thieves right he was he was one of the first players they ever signed he they he signed with them in like 2017 or 2016 before they even really blew up a ton so he
0: Nick Merckx then left 100 Thieves and he joined FaZe as we mentioned and so Nick Merckx left and I don't know if you heard all that said, but like he came out with a video saying why he left. And he said that Nate shot the person who like runs um, hundred thieves promised him money from hundred thieves. And Nick said he never got any money. He's lived literally... what was it?
1: No, it wasn't money. It wasn't money. Uh, no. So Nick Merckx and, and, and Nate Shop they kind of started 100 Thieves together not necessarily started cuz the thing is i think 100 Thieves was like technically like an organization or something like that before Nate Shop bought it it was like it, i don't know if it was under the name 100 Thieves but it was an there was like an organization Nate Shop bought it and then he like acquired the team and then he was like i want to branch out he got Nick Merks to come join and this was like in the very beginning and then he was and then i guess there was a a verbal deal yeah. Uh, so nothing on paper, which is always the worst. You always want to get everything for stuff like this written down. But there was a verbal deal that uh, Nick Merckx was supposed to give. Or I mean, Shot was supposed okay. to give Nick Merckx uh-huh. 5% of 100 Thieves. Now, 5% of 100 Thieves back then wasn't that much. Right. So it's like that, like for him, like that's an okay deal. But after Drake became a part owner, after Scooter Bronson became a part owner, after all yeah. the investors from Rock and Morgan and Cash App and this and that, 100 Thieves now is worth over $100 million, right? It's a, it's a very expensive and big organization now. So $100 million at 5% is $5 million. So basically, Nick Merckx is saying that like Shot fucked him out of $5 million, which is which is kind of yeah. crazy. Um, Nadeshot's always been somebody I've really looked up to and respected. And like I love Nadeshot because I, I see a lot of myself in him. Like I feel like I could really relate to him. After seeing that, it kind of looked a little like I was like, mm-hmm. yo, you look like a little sus, especially since he hasn't said anything back, right? Like he's just been ignoring the entire situation, which isn't a good look, but
2: I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way because I uh, I kind of came into the eSports scene watching the Optic Gaming COD team back in like 2012, 2013 when they were really just kind of popping on Twitch and stuff like that. And I never would have pictured Nadeshot to be that kind of person to not deliver on a promise like that. And so I feel like I've lost a little respect for him, especially since he kind of grew up around one of the best eSports owners, which is um, Optic Hex, who is just, uh, very smart about everything and he doesn't like not deliver on certain promises. And you know, that just kind of ruined my vision of Nadeshot in general.
1: Well, you know, Nadeshot owns part of a- optic. Well, I guess not anymore since they sold it, but Nadeshot owned a part
2: of optic until the very end. I'm not surprised.
1: Yeah. He, he was, he was a part owner of Optic, So I don't know how much they sold it for or, w- or what the situation was, but whatever it was, he, he got some money out oh, of that yeah. deal. Nate Shaw is a very rich person. He's he, got money. He is very rich. Yeah. No. Absolutely.
2: I don't. I don't know about that one. Yeah.
1: That that's a that's way. I think that's yeah. a way understatement. <laughs> uh, no. I think yeah, it's I think way it's, under.
2: Nate's got to be I worth more than that.
0: Nate shot's net worth, I
2: just looked it up, is two million dollars. Right. It's, it depends on when mm, in twenty eighteen because like early twenty eighteen, maybe late twenty eighteen. That was kind of when Under Thieves really started booming.
0: That, that 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 was as of so, 28 that was 2018 i think Shot's
2: thing
1: and this is i think more of a character flaw than anything it's just he's so kind of inconsistent with things like he doesn't consistently upload to youtube he doesn't consistently upload to their stream on twitch um he does each one for a little bit i guess he's been working mm-hmm. on 100 thieves a lot but you you know you don't really see much from that i feel like it's a lot of money's being poured into 100 thieves and I think because none of us watch League of Legends, we can't really see what's going on with it, but Yeah, a
2: lot of their content is based around League of Legends and I feel like as a yeah. sort of marketing, like League is one of the bigger esports, but you got to branch out a it's little more biggest. for the Yes, it's the biggest. But I feel like it has almost it's biggest because it has a little bit more of an international scene cuz I don't know anybody yeah. like personally who does watch League and so I feel like they need to branch out a little more into like the I don't even know if they, they have a Fortnite team, right? Ranch on like the Fortnites and the CODs and I, stuff like that, which yeah. a lot of people would find interesting to watch.
1: Yeah, I think Fortnite for sure. They need an esports team. Like Overwatch is still really big. Uh, the thing is, it's not just it's not that simple of, hey, let's we're an organization we want a team in this like it's very expensive to get into yeah. these leagues weren't like league spots
2: and like the league of legend mm-hmm. wasn't like 20 million dollars for league spot or something. It, it was something insane like that so it's
1: it's really expensive to get yeah. into these leagues and if your team isn't doing well and you're just you know you're losing games like you just lost like a lifetime's worth of money yeah
0: and i mean so we both so. know somebody who the mbone and buck they've been mentioned on before um they've thought about doing making a esports team um 564 mm-hmm. and i mean what is like after this would you if you were in their shoes or if you were even thinking about making an esports team would you be hesitant to do it after knowing what all has happened and everything that's going on in the esports right now
1: no i wouldn't be um if you're asking me whether I think would I be nervous to make an esports team, I personally, at least at this point in my life, I wouldn't make an esports team, right? Not because of anything that's going on in the situation, just because I don't see it as something that's really the best thing. If you're talking about like Buck and Mbone, they make their esports team and they ask me to join, would I join them? I'd absolutely yeah. join them. Um, and I not not for a second would I be worried about the contract um for, for for two reasons one Emmon and buck are like mm-hmm. my best friends right like obviously like i have my i i have my other group of friends who, who are like brothers to me but like emmon and buck oh, i yeah. i could trust them with anything right like there, there's nothing i couldn't trust them with so so i like something like a contract like i i would never be too concerned about it i would just love to be a part of something with them because they're my buddies as for the contract side of things, i I wouldn't just sign something to sign something. You know, that's not who I am. I'm the guy that that reads the terms of service hey, before really? I before I, I don't accept. think I've ever read any of. You those, get so. me?
2: So so probably should. I probably should.
1: Those things should be illegal. Those things should be illegal. You know, there's this. I uh, this is a little side story. There there's a there was this company. I don't remember the name of the company but they had it somewhere like they had like a big ass terms of service it was like 400 pages long and somewhere in there it had, ri- it had it was written it was like if you found this and you're reading this you can call Wait, us really? and collect the $1000 and yeah. so some guy like after after like 20 years they've had this like terms of service that he calls them he's like hey i just read this can i get the $1000 and they're
0: like oh
1: shit that's, that's yeah, you hilarious I like they that. gave him the money
0: yeah that, that's actually um a lot of players I actually know, um, Aaron Judge, cool? when he signed with the Yankees, they actually did something similar to that where they said it was in between because Aaron Judge, they had a huge contract because incentives and everything for sports. And in the middle, it was if we see you in a film room more than five hours a day for two weeks, you will get X amount of money. And it wasn't included in like the incentives. Part so he had to actually be able to read it. Um, and I mean, that's a smart idea for people like then during this whole like terms of agreement and everything. I mean, stuff like that, it actually I don't read all of them all the time, but if it's something to the point where it'll affect my job or my living, then yeah, I'm gonna read every single word that Mm -hmm. I can.
2: Yeah, uh, kind of. Also, going into the contract thing, we we mentioned um, that Optic Gaming was bought a couple of days ago, and uh, at one point they were planning on dropping. This was a some time, sometime in like mid twenty eighteen. They were planning on dropping the Call of Duty team that they had on, which was the greatest Call of Duty team to like ever exist, which was Optics Gumpy, Crim6, Formal, and uh, Karma, and so. When they were Drop It, the owner said, we're not having them, they're the greatest team to ever exist, so we're not going to do it. But then the people who had bought the majority shares then gave the players a, like, 73-page contract because they felt like they needed to make sure that these players were doing stuff for them, like crazy deliverables and doing all these videos that they didn't need to do because they were pros. And it was just, they talked about it and how in past years when the old owner gave them contracts, they're like three pages and they felt like they weren't, they didn't have a, um, a new ownership group that trusted them. And it, you know, that kind of came out that stood out to me. Cause like, why would you give somebody a 73 page contract? If you know that they're a amazing and be that they'll do their stuff. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a weird sort of situation.
1: It's because man, like, The way that these things are set up is with companies, right? Not not people. Companies aren't people. They're they're these minds that are, are... How do I even put this? Imagine you had a room with a bunch of lawyers. And all the lawyers are like, how do we squeeze every last cent we can make out of these people? And so they sit there and they craft this manipulative like borderline extorting contract that will basically make you sign your life away because they know every legal trick in the book. And then they're like, we're going to get them to sign this. And then we have them under our thumb for the next, however many years. That's why they gave them a 73, 73 page contract. So that way they can have them trapped. It's not for any other reason.
0: Yeah. And going off, I just found something that's interesting. High sky. He also uploads on YouTube, and so he's now gonna stream on YouTube. But he has to stream with his mom in the room since he is underage. Really, that has been a rule that has been put in place. That yeah, is interesting. You,
1: you know what I would do if I was him? I'd have my mom green screen sit <laughs> in front of like a sit in front of like a green screen on a chair for like like seven or eight hours. And then like just have that shit play on loop behind
2: me every time I stream. Get like a couple of (laughs) different rotations where she's wearing like a different outfit.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like just just like like four or five different outfits and just have her behind the camera or like have her green screen behind them every day. Like make her make her like pretty small. So it looks like she's far away. Yeah. And and they just they won't notice. Hey, hey, Nobody cares that much. I want
0: you to remind me something. Okay. When you become a lawyer and I need a lawyer, then uh-huh. remind me to come to you for just that comment right there, solely off that comment to just manipulate it and just go around it. Oh bro, you don't you don't
1: get it, man. When I was a kid, when I was a kid growing up, uh my friends used
2: to call me the genie. Because you would they say stuff and they then still like call me the you genie. would give them bad parts uh, of it or something like that.
1: Kinda, because my brain is stupid, all right? The way I, I think senior. about shit is dumb. So when when something, like, I remember one time, I, I got in so much trouble for this shit. I always used to get in trouble for this stuff as a kid. Uh, I was I was in school, right? I was in class, and I got in trouble. I don't remember what I did. I probably did something dumb. Whatever, right? Got in trouble. The teacher told me, Muhammad, my real <laughs> name, go stand up and face the wall, all right? And I said, OK, and I went and I stood up and I faced the wall for a second. Then I went and I sat back down and then the teacher was like, why did you sit back down? This is a real story. She just said, why did you sit back down? I said, you didn't tell me how long you just told me to do it. And she, <laughs> you should have seen her face. She got bright red mad, told me to get out of the, told me to get out of class. Another day I came to school uh, and they, they had a they had a rule where they were like, you're not allowed to uh, to wear hats unless it's for cultural purposes, cultural or religious purposes. So I came to school the next day wearing a sombrero. Oh and they were like, you're not allowed to wear that. And I said, hey, it's a cultural hat. This is allowed. <laughs> I was at the principal's office every
0: day. It was horrible. I was such a bad kid. The thing is, I actually can picture this happening right now. I, can I picture still have little- the sombrero. I can picture, yeah. I think you wore it on your stream one. Yeah, day. I can picture all. No, of that.
1: no, that that was a different ha- I have the actual sombrero
0: wow. I was in my closet. I I literally can picture little Seb being in trouble because you cause trouble all the time when we play Fortnite together <laughs> and everything, and you try and make it not your fault.
1: I mean, listen, man, it's just how I am. Um, I remember one time. Actually, you know what? this is just gonna turn into a story, like a, st- a podcast of me telling childhood stories. We're good, <laughs> but yeah, just. Just, uh, just know that whenever somebody tells me something or tells me to do something, I listen to every detail. I listen to how you say it and every detail, so I can make it work out in in my way. Like my mom, one time she gave me, you were she like gave me fifty bucks for gas. You know, it was really nice of her. She gave me fifty dollars for gas. She was like, she was like, go put gas in your car, and I went and I put five dollars of gas, and I came back. She was like, did you put gas? I said, yep. And then the next day, we were supposed to go somewhere. So we go, and then she's like, why do you not have gas? I was like, uh, I put $5. She was like, why? I gave you 50 I told you to put gas in your car. I was like, you never said for how much. So I kept the rest.
0: All right, fine. But so That's just how I am. I'm going to tell you something, and you have to follow it. All right. That's- <laughs> you need to stream uh-huh. tonight and every day for the next two weeks unless something comes up, like Saturday, where you are not able to stream. That's a 10-minute that's a stream that's
2: happening. And
0: it has to be your
2: normal length stream. Okay. Your average length of a stream. He can, technically, he can decide his normal length stream and change no, the normal I'll, length to like five minutes. I'll go back and, and take the average.
1: I mean... No, see, so you want to know
2: how you beat that right there? How, how,
1: how you win? Where he's like, I have to stream every night for my normal length of time. Uh... Uh, and create a norm, new normal length of time and so so what i would do is like i would just literally turn on my stream and i would like sit on my couch and like watch anime or something like that for for a few hours and then just end the stream he didn't say what i had to stream I, or anything go, go. go ahead and do that, that. that
0: go ahead and do that tonight see, see how that turns out with the group chat
1: wait
2: but imagine but, you end <laughs> up with like ten thousand viewers oh could you imagine it watching <laughs> you watch anime
1: <laughs> i mean it's it I love anime. I don't know if either of you guys watch anime, but like I'm, I watch a little bit. List. Never seen. Anime the, is great. Seen a uh, anime in my life. Yeah,
0: I'm sure yeah, that you need. To,
1: you, you need to fix that. You want to know what's a great first anime? Uh, there's there's a few to choose from, right? It kind of depends on what kind of person you are. Uh, like I have my one friend. He's like kind of he likes darker stuff, so he only likes to watch like the weird, twisted shit. But I like happier stuff. Um. So, like, a few good recommendations would be, like, Hunter x Hunter 2011. That's a really good first one. Um, you could do, like, Attack on Titan. That was a little good. bit more gory. Um, yeah, you could do... Uh, I mean, what else is, like, a good beginner um, anime?
0: Uh, the,
2: the uh, Pokemon? No,
1: Pokemon. I, the, the thing is... Do, do you guys consider Pokemon Kinda. anime? Because if you do, then
0: I have watched nah, I mean, No,
1: nah, not really. No, because the thing is, so the way you define anime is really tricky, right? It's like, do you define anime because it's made in Japan? Is is that anime? No. Okay, well, if you don't define it as stuff that's made in Japan, then do you define anime by the art style? Do you? Def- yes. so, so that's how you define anime, by the art style.
0: That's how I, personally, I do. I personally define it as like the art style and like the graphics and everything that is used that's so what do you do when you have an anime right
1: the an author he comes out with an anime and he's like hey this is my show it's an anime check it out and the art style is just completely different so is it no longer classified as an anime
2: i classify anime as just anything that's animated
1: well then that would make all the disney movies anime
2: yeah yeah but There's the classes Disney of anime. But, uh, There's like J- Japanese anime. There's, you know, just like gr- crappy Cartoon Network shit. Um,
1: crappy Cartoon Network? The new shit. Cartoon oh, Network. You want to be talking about the new stuff. There's old stuff that's gold, but this stuff that's
2: around is hot garbage.
1: Codename Next Door. That show was amazing. Static Shock. I think that might have been Disney. Courage.
0: The Cowardly Dog. That was Nickelodeon,
1: but it was terrifying um static shock what else was there there was um codename was Nickelode- uh, codename
0: was
2: nickelodeon no codename was cartoon codename
1: over. was kids next door
2: really yeah,
1: nickelodeon, or, yeah. You know.
2: that was probably Which, my favorite yeah, like cartoon yeah, no. or anime whatever you would consider it as a kid no do you guys know I've static of shock of
1: do you guys remember that um, show? i'm i'm a child show. so like what yeah. he's, he's he's 16 the static shock wasn't like yeah. Oh, oh my God! You're so. I don't. I don't think I should <laughs> oh legally to you. Oh my gosh! You, dude. Oh, no. my gosh. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Seb, like, you're don't a don't just,
0: year. Like, you're a year you're, older you than. Just me. don't incriminate
1: yourself. You're man. fine. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys don't get it. I I stay so far away from anybody under eighteen. It's not even funny.
2: Right. Like I remember what are you gonna do some phased stuff and you know encourage yeah, he, that they drink alcohol? Drink. I don't anything. drink,
1: yeah. I don't drink alcohol. Oh okay. No, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't, I don't do anything like that. It's it's not me. I'm not I'm not some goody two shoes where I'm like, you shouldn't be drinking. That's bad. Like, I don't care. Like, if you wanna do it, mm. like go for it, have fun. I'll like you know, I'm there, but it's like don't ask me to take shots, don't ask me to. To hit, yeah. to hit the blunt. Don't ask me to smoke a cigarette because I'm not going to do it. And you're just going to yeah, make me feel uncomfortable. That's how I feel
2: because I've had a couple friends who are like they have a vape or they um, have a dab and they like and they do it around me. But like if they offer to me, I just get upset because I, I don't offer it to me. But you can do it around me. That's fine. Just I don't want to be involved.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I voted. Um, make sure you guys vote. I voted uh, I know I did back back, yeah. back last year was it last year whatever it was yeah. um, or 2016 I think uh, during the presidential elections they had a they had a ballot that was like make weed legal in California and I, I voted yes because I was like it should 100% be legal I don't smoke it I don't necessarily support it. But I don't see it as a bad thing necessarily. In like some it's, ways it's, it's, it's than not alcohol. worse than cigarettes. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's better than alcohol, and I think it's better than cigarettes. If cigarettes, so like, and if both of those things access. are legal, cigarettes and
0: then it be um, bad. as we know, jewels. Oh,
1: they need to get be gone.
0: Jewels are. But those, the thing, the the thing so about uh, jewels that I don't that understand it's it. the pods you can go through so quickly, and I know people who have gone through three pods in one day.
1: Yeah, I mean the thing is with those, it's it's a I little tricky, because um, you know there's like the whole water vapor argument. Mm-hmm. But you, so, have either of you guys ever traveled outside of the country? No, no, no. Okay, so I'll tell you this much: I've I've been to I've been to a few different countries, um, in Canada basically. Yeah, I've been to Canada. Canada's I've been lit. to I've been to Egypt. I've been to France. I've been to England. I've been to Sweden and Switzerland. Um, I've been to, uh, to Amsterdam. I've been to you know I've been to a few places, right? It's pretty lit. And basically every country that I've ever seen cigarettes in, like I've, if I've ever seen a box of cigarettes outside of the U.S., right? all of them have this picture on them. They all have like these different pictures on them and they don't have them in the U.S. The U.S. is the only country that doesn't do it as far as I'm aware. They have these pictures of like lungs, right? For instance, it'll be like a, like a black lung, what it'll look like after you're done smoking. It has They'll have pictures of people getting cancer. It has, pictures, it has all these really negative pictures showing you the effects of smoking cigarettes so it'll deter people from buying them. The U.S. is the only country that doesn't do that, as far as I'm aware. There could be more,
0: but as far as I'm aware, it's the only uh, country yeah, that doesn't do that. Um, so we actually kind of got off topic, but I mean, that's usually how this podcast
2: goes past a couple episodes. This has actually been one of my favorite podcasts because it was it felt very just like informal, informal, and it was just, just, just us yeah. having a conversation. It was just, like, it just was a out. conversation so, in general. We're going to start wrapping up
0: um, – Seb yeah. is, as I mentioned, a streamer on Twitch and he has a, are you going to start getting into your vlog more, Seb? Yeah.
1: My, my vlogs. I've been thinking about it. I move out next month and I think if I start vlogging, like during the process of me moving out and then once I'm living like down in LA, I think it'll be much more uh, entertaining and room for content. So I think I will start vlogging probably within the next month.
0: Okay, so um, as always, thank you for listening to the EZ Squared. I will be linking Seb and M-Bone's podcast in the descriptions of this episode. Thank you for coming on, Seb.
1: No problem. I enjoyed
0: it. Thanks um, for having me on. Of course. Um, we will see you guys next time. Hope you guys enjoyed. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye.